Hello everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. Casey and I have had quite the day. Um, late last night, we got the email, it was like 9 p.m. that Casey's application for the Colorado e-bike rebate was approved. So this morning, woke up and I called a dealer that we'd researched in Boulder. He was a nice guy. He ended up explaining that they do carry the kind of bike. They didn't have one in that very moment, but they were about to get the model that we wanted. And then he explained though that he wasn't taking the Colorado rebate at the moment, for th at least for that style of bike. It was interesting mix because he said they don't he didn't think they would pay him right away and that he wasn't care he wasn't comfortable as a small business waiting so long to accept the payment for merchandise that he sold he said you know i feel like i'd be giving a loan to the government and i'd be better off spending that money i didn't want to argue with the guy but it kind of kills me that one he didn't know for sure he was going to call and find out and then call back um he should know that kind of thing because the state is sending 7,000 prospective e-bike buyers onto the market, the local market, as you know, effectively stimulus and a big change effort. I think it will be hugely successful. Um, anyway, so he just said that he'd check up on it. And he was like, you know, it, it, for me, if I'm only getting paid a few hundred dollars and then the state's going to pay me the rest of the 1500 or whatever in a few days or in a few weeks, that's one thing. If it's next year, that's a whole nother thing. And he was like, you know, it's not that big of a deal on a bike that costs thousands of dollars, but when it's a cheaper one, then it's harder as a small business. And I understand, you know, he honestly kept me on the phone longer than I wanted to be kept on the phone. Um, but then we did some other stuff around the house and we just went to the other dealer of the bike we'd been looking at, the Aventon Abound cargo bike, which we had done research. There were, were our three forerunners in the you know sub $2,000 cargo bike category the Electric Expedition, the Aventon Abound, and the Rad Power Rad Wagon. And that's their order of price, too. The Aventon was the medium-priced, but it, it kind of had the sleekest design. The Electric was cheaper. Some might even say more capable in some regards because you could outfit it with the money saved because it was cheaper. But I think it looks cheaper and... Um, more importantly, they have a kind of direct-to-consumer business model, which I love. It's been a whole topic of conversation today between Casey and I. Um, the problem with this e-bike rebate you know, problem, more or less, is that the participating retailers have to register, and they also have to do some legwork, like what this guy was alluding to. I think, yeah, man, that's more sales like that's going to be a lot more people coming in your door and becoming potential future customers even if this first deal is a little bit harder to make it's going to be many more e-bikes sold 
especially cargo bikes. Um, anyway, but there are, there are a limitation on retailers and only a few of them are doing it direct to consumer over the phone. And I think we could get any of those three brands that I had mentioned, but the one that we wanted and Casey wanted the event on our neighbor has an event on that's a non cargo bike that he loves. He has their fat tire. They're just sleeker. The battery is built into the frame and locks uh, into there. And they have a very good for the money pedal assist. Anyway, we went to the other place that dealt them and they had the model that we want right in stock. But they had it for, I think, four or $500 more than what Aventon was selling it for on their website. So I said to the guy, I walked in, and I go, hey, are you willing to price match Aventon and their website? They have it for $17.99. And he was like, let me look. And then he went over to a computer for a second. He was like, I could do $18.99. Which I think, Casey and I had talked about this. The other guy had mentioned this too. They have an assembly fee. Some of these bike manufacturers have built their pricing around them sending it straight to your door and you putting it together. So when you're buying it from a local reputable shop or whatever, they've already assembled it, they've stocked it. I get why it would need to be a little bit more expensive and Casey and I had talked about that. So when we said that we were fine with that, that's when we said, oh, do you take the Colorado e-bike rebate? And of course they're like, yeah, you know. We'd already researched that. We knew they did. So we loaded it up. We tested it. I guess I shouldn't skip to loading. I mean, by loading it up, we also picked out a front basket and a cargo rack for the front, as well as a pad for the back rack to be used as a seat. Because it holds like 450 pounds, something like that. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. We test drove it while we were there. Casey did. I did. We rode it around the parking lot a little bit. At one point, he was like, you know, why this brand? We have this other brand that's like $100 more that I really like. And granted, it had bigger wheels, etc., etc. But when I, I test drove it, here's the big comparison. And I think it's amazing the subtleties of all of these electric mobility stuff. The event on that Casey ended up going with, you can use the throttle at any time if you have it set. If you have it turned on, you can use the throttle, right? But it also has a pedal assist that was very responsive. It felt appropriate. When you turned the pedal, it responded in kind appropriately, is the only way I can put it. The other one seemed a lot faster, bigger, longer, stronger. I get it. Probably literally more capable. But it didn't have as responsive of a pedal. Like you would push the pedal and then a half a second later it would take off because it was so powerful. So for me as a never having biked person, not comfortable with biking at all, it felt like pedaling that thing would throw me in a curve. And I'm sure you could adjust it, and I don't know. It just didn't seem like it was it. We, we liked the event on. This other one was very similar looks-wise, but it was just bigger. I mean, don't you think after riding the event on around, it was like no regrets? I can't imagine if it felt 
I don't, it doesn't need to found, it doesn't need to feel faster and it doesn't need to be any longer so far. I mean, time will tell if we needed it to be 10 inches longer. I can't imagine. And you can extend the rack, I think, too, by the way. Anyway, all said and done, it was $750 that Casey spent on what otherwise would have been an easily $2,000 bike because it came with, you know, she also got accessories for it. And it has a really cool zip-up locker underneath the seat and, all, I don't know, blinkers. All these cool features. Very exciting stuff. Uh, we actually... I kind of convinced Casey to just ride it home. And we were on the far side of town. And I just drove back home in the Leaf. And about 15 minutes later, Casey arrived on her bike. Not even. Probably 10 minutes. But... Pretty comfortable on it. I mean, Casey was already a, had ridden a bike and knew how to ride a bike. Once we got home, we took out the scooter and the bike on a long ride. And when we got to the our furthest end of the ride, Casey and I switched for a little bit. It took me a minute to get used to to try it out. I'll be honest, like, but that would be any bike. Like, if I was using a non motorbike or a non electric bike it would be hard for me. I've always felt like each pedal that I take destabilizes me. And I felt that way with this. But fortunately, you can use the throttle. So I found that it actually felt a lot more approachable. That like in a turn where I normally would feel, oh no, I'm losing momentum, I might fall over. I could just use the throttle and zoot out of it. Uh, similarly, getting started was always a hard thing for me with bikes. Now, I just keep one foot on the ground, put one foot on a pedal, and then press the throttle and it takes off. And you just put your other foot up after it gets going. And that's a world of difference. I mean, eventually, I'm sure I'll get good enough to pedal with my feet normally and only ever use it as pedal assist. But the throttle really helps me as someone who's, who never learned to ride a bike, right? Um, what else? I mean, it feels smooth, has two brakes. It goes fast, like either with pedal assist turned all the way up because it still has gears like a bike, but it also has levels of throttle and pedal assist intensity that you can turn up. And when it's on maximum, you can get it going like 22, 21, 22 miles an hour, which feels really fast on a big, heavy cargo bike. I don't know. I think this thing's amazing. I, w I would go out and ride, ride again. Um, and the thing is, I, I guess I didn't charge my scooter or maybe it was because we were riding so much faster. Now that Casey can keep up safely on her big wheeled soft thing. But I was a little worried that, uh, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. The scooter battery died or didn't die, but it got lower and we were like, well, let's head back. The scooter's low. I forgot to charge it. And... Casey's had so much charge left. And we talked about how like in the future, me being bigger, I drain the battery on things faster. So like if we ever went someplace and we were testing the limits, Casey could ride the bike there, hardly drain its battery because she's smaller and it seems to have a really far going battery, partially because your pedaling also contributes to the bike going forward. It's not like my scooter that's throttle only. Um, 
then we could switch and I would get on the thing that had a lot of range left and then she would get on the thing with less range and she wouldn't drain the scooter as much as I would. And so we could use it to like kind of extend our range a little bit. But also if it ever died or anything ever happened, I could literally sit on the back with our scooter and I think it would be fine. It would handle it. There's two bikes right here, two bikes right now navigating out front. It's crazy. There's bikes all over the place. Um, yeah, weird though. I mean, this, the bike still feels like a bike. It has a chain. You use the pedals. There's many more things to interact with. The gear shifter, two brakes, blinkers, etc. Wow, a refrigerator, a refrigerated Kroger delivery van just drove by. That's kind of cool to see. Um, but when we switched today, Casey behind me, while I was learning to ride the bike, kept saying like, wow, though, this scooter is so nice. This scooter is amazing. And I just was like, I know, right? Like the bike is really cool and very capable, much more capable. Probably, in some extent, a longer longer timeline investment, right? And I had to say, like, even though this thing, even though you got this thing for $750, you do have to keep judging it as if it did cost you $2,000, quality-wise. Like, did you, and I, you know, it'll be a weird leap because neither of us would ever have had a $2,000 bike. I mean, her moped, we've been comparing it to, and the moped you could only ride on roads, but it was like an $800 Chinese moped. And the capabilities of it, the storage of it, very similar. But you had to bring it to a special place to get gas. This you can pedal. So all of these things, all these things are kind of interesting. Um, the bike, like I said, it's very much a bike. It doesn't have a hub motor. So it, as far as I know, it does not have regenerative braking which is a benefit of like the scooter, but at the same time, you're not pedaling the scooter, so it really doesn't matter. Um, yeah, just kind of a fascinating thing. When I switched back after Casey had been applauding the scooter and I'd been applauding the bike, I got on the scooter and was like, oh my God, you know, as someone who was just a little stressed learning to bike, the scooter is so effortless. It's like a magic carpet. You just put a foot on it, press the throttle, and bring your other foot with you. It can dangle. You can put it on the pad. Whatever you want to do. You just go. You just stand on it. And then it takes off. And it's this one compared to our last ones. And even compared to this bike with much larger tires. The fact that it has pneumatic tires like the bike. It has a fork suspension on the front like the bike. It feels as good. It's quieter without the uh, chain going. It... I, I was worried I'd be envious of the bike, and instead I'm just like, wow, these two things complement each other so well. If you had two bikes, you wouldn't maybe be able to fit them in the back of the car. We might be able to fit a cargo bike and a scooter that, fold, that both fold up well and are well-designed, and that'll be interesting anyway. So bright new day. It's also a, a blue scooter, which is perfect because the leaf is blue. We have a lot of blue things. So we're all very proud of Casey being a biker now. And it was so crazy. That thing takes off. When you throttle it, 
and it goes 22 miles an hour or whatever, it feels appropriate. Like it doesn't feel like it's too fast. It, because most of the time when you're pedal assisting, you are going like 12 miles an hour to 15 miles an hour, a little slower than I would go on the scooter, to be honest with you. But it also feels amazing that now Casey can keep up with me on the bike where she couldn't really keep up with me on our older scooters. It felt unsafe. Now she can like pedal right up with me. So our salad today, by the way, when Casey got back, we had tuna salad. And it was very good and needed. Um, I feel like we were gonna about to eat something else, but I can't remember what. I'm going kind of crazy. Anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow. <laughs>